When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards from the link in our bio. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Just 48 hours since we last spoke uh, on Saturday, Frank. So I firstly ask, uh, you came back uh, to your house, uh, leaving your grandson's football tournament. How did he get on? Uh, he did well. They uh, they won and he uh, he scored scored a few goals, so it was good. I was highly delighted. It's a nice Saturday, switching off from everything and just uh, watching some, you know, what, enjoyable, watching, watching your, your kids or your family play, play football. I enjoyed watching it and uh, it was better than going to the Arsenal, that's for sure. Just going to say that, better than uh, watching Arsenal, watching your yeah. grandson. Yeah, absolutely. Every day of the week, that. Okay, Frank, let's just rewind to Friday night. So, of course, Mexico City, the purse bids took place. Um, I take it you were in the office um, whilst they were taking place. What was the reaction and mood in the office? Well, as you know, um, they spun a coin to which bid would be open first and uh, they said Matron's bid would be open. And when they called out how much they bid, we knew obviously we'd won it. And so we all just had a well, we had a beer, didn't we, boys? Yeah, we had a beer and that was it. Yeah, just had a beer. And uh, Tyson on straight, you know, Tyson and I spoke straight away. Then Bob rang. So it was, uh, yeah, everybody was in good spirits and good mood for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, of course. Let's just uh, break the bid down then. How many figures did you have in mind, Frank? That was it. That was the only one? Yeah, we, we were determined to win it and that was the number and we worked hard on it. You know, all the postponements of the purse bid, you know, we sort of kept just trying to sec- second guess. But at the end of the day, as I said to the boys here, it's irrelevant. Whatever your best number is, put it in. And that's what we've done and you live with what you've done. And of course, uh, I spoke to Bob about this as well uh, over the weekend. You've got to give credit to your backers, i.e. BT Sport for yourself and ESPN for Bob for the relationship, obviously, they've had with Tyson Fury so far and, and they want to back him all the way going forward as well. well that's right. They have backed him. They've got me on. You know, BT have done tremendously well, um, but we still got, we still got to make it work. It still has to work. And uh, there, are, there are a lot of unknowns. The unknowns are what are the pay-per-view numbers going to be and what gates, what, what's the gate going to be. So we feel it's going to be a, a success and it'll be a big success. It's a great fight. So I'm quite sure uh, everybody's going to be delighted. Well, hopefully we'll be delighted with the outcome. And I'm sure that uh, the two fighters will with, with what they're getting paid. Of course, over here, we expect it to do incredible business. You know, a lot of people talking about, can it hit the million pay-per-view number mark? Uh, in America, how do you think it does? I spoke to Bob. He, he said it does half a million buyers, he records. Obviously, it's going to be afternoon in America. Um, that was, in a lot of people's opinion, quite a high figure. How do you think it does in America? Well, if it does 500,000 buyers, I'm going to be highly delighted. Everybody's going to be highly delighted. But, you know, I think it'll do well over there. And in this country, I think it'll exceed a million buys. I really do. You know, you look at look at some of the numbers for some of the fights. This is a real fight uh, between a guy who's been, was it over a thousand days? He's been waiting for his opportunity. So he's got it now. We've delivered it for him and he's getting his highest ever purse. And thank God the bid we put in gives him uh, 
more money than he got had we not bid. He was getting $2 million more with us and he's got an opportunity to get more with the uh, 10% that's going to be sitting there for the winner. So it's up to him, how, you know, what he wants to do. You know, Dillian's in a, in a great position now and, uh, and so is Tyson. They both know what they've got, got coming up and, uh, I just want to get the fight on. I want to get, get the two guys together, announce the fight and move forward and work, all of us work collectively to make it a success story. That was going to be my next question. Of course, purse bids are one thing, but a contract has to be signed and then you've got to announce the fight. We haven't heard anything from Team White since the purse bid conclusion on Friday night. Is there a slight worry that he might actually not go through with this, Frank? Well, why wouldn't he go through it? I mean, you know, we're not, not going to fight for a guarantee of, was it just under $8 million and a bonus of four? Why wouldn't he? I mean, this is huge money. This is, you know, and if he if he were to win the fight, it's, it's, a, it's a better split than 80-20. So he's getting everything he wants if he, if, if that happens. I, 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 I'd be very surprised if he doesn't fight. Very, very surprised. I mean, this is huge money for him. And uh, he's getting his wish. He's getting his fight. And he's in the UK. And before, you know, a lot of fans, and he may win himself if he, you know, depending how how the outcome of the fight is, or how the fight trends, how the fight pans out, he may get a new legion of fans. Who knows? I mean, you know, obviously I'm in Tyson's corner, and I've got my views on how the fight will will uh, will go. But he has an opportunity now, and he should work and be. I'm quite sure he'll be professional and work to make it a success story. Why wouldn't he do that? Okay. Having said all that, have you actually heard from Team White since Friday night? There was a conversation, I believe. My son had a conversation. George had a conversation with his lawyer, uh, and I'm sure they're touching base. Uh, that is Team White. Um, as of Friday, I think I mentioned to you on Friday, the, just before the pay, the, just before the purse bits, uh, Ben Shalom came on with uh, with uh, Jeff Bentz, his lawyer. And, uh, they were, you know, there was a, a move to try and do a deal with them, but it, it was too late. We didn't have enough time to do, to do it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, there was no problem with them. And I think they're all, uh, they seemed, well, I don't know about Ben Shalom, but I think his lawyer was, um, you know, was, uh, pleased with what the money, the amount of money his clients is getting. At least I think he was. And I hope he is. Okay. Given your relationship, your previous relationship with Dylan White, how do you think this promotion will go? Well, I've never had a relationship with him. Well, I mean, that's one way of putting it, but obviously there's been a fair amount of back and forth between you and Dylan. And you obviously said that, you know, it's a fantastic fight. It's a two massive names in this country. You said it, it does potentially over a million buyers. But for that to succeed, we need a, a successful build-up, as I'm sure you'll agree. How do you think he will be in the promotion, in the build-up? Well, I hope he'd be professional and making the, the show a success. Why wouldn't he? Just given the prior relationship, perhaps. Well, there isn't a relationship. You know, there isn't. You know, we all have back back and forth in boxing. Listen, we're not getting married. It's not a car. I didn't, you know, bid to bid to get married to him. It's a, it's a business transaction. And we're paying a lot of money to him and to, 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 to ensure that... Um, he cooperates and works with us to make it a success. Why wouldn't he do that? I, I, I felt to understand why, why it'd be anything different. Thank God we did bid. You'd have been getting two million less if he was fighting for Matram. I heard that uh, a press conference might be taking place this week. Is that still the case, do you know? No, we're going to do the press conference next week and, uh, and all will be revealed there. Okay.
Now, I'm not sure what's going on with Team White and the WBC. This has nothing to do with you, Bob or Tyson. Um, but do you have any understanding whether they're still trying to change the split? Obviously, the WBC will have to compensate for that if that does happen, because at the moment it's 80-20, as we saw on the, the Perth Big Conclusion on Friday. Is that still going on, to your knowledge? Have you spoke to Team White about that? I haven't spoken to him about it. It's not our business. You know, uh, it's nothing to do with us. It's between him and uh, the WBC. I hope, I hope it, it, the, the fact that these getting money's getting paid, I'm hoping that uh, now they'll settle it and it'll be, it'll be a less of a problem for him and he can just focus on the fight. But I don't know. I mean, I can't second guess where, where their heads are at. All I know is that we, we, we done everything absolutely above board and we just want to get on, get the event on. I want everybody to cooperate to make it a success. Can you give me any update on a, a location or date, potentially? In the UK. Okay, well, confirm that it's in the UK. That's good to hear. Um, if he is engaging in the build-up, and as you said, there's no reason not to be, we know Tyson's a massive character. We know Dylan's a big character as well. This could be a very lively build-up. Well, I'm sure it will be, but again, they're both professionals and I'm sure some things are going to be said, but that's no different than most fights, is it? Especially fights of this, of this, uh, this magnitude. It's a massive big fight over here. And I'm sure a lot of the, you know, the, there's going to be a lot of tension and a lot of adrenaline. And they're, they, you know, they're two gladiators. They're going to war. There's no, going to be no love. I don't think there's any love loss between them anyway, but there certainly won't be any love loss leading up to the fight. And whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. All, it's, all that I care about is that everybody works to make it a success and on the night give the public what they've been wanting, which, which is a, a, you know, a big all British heavyweight world title fight. And for Dillian, I mean, he's got his dream. He's got his wish. He's fighting for the world title. That's what he's been waiting a thousand days for, for some strange reason. What is the situation as well with him having any representatives at the press conference, etc.? I'm imagining he's going to bring his trainer, he'll have himself, a few members of his team. What is the deal? As, as, obviously, you own the show in association with Top Rank. So what's his situation going to be with representatives coming to his press conferences, weigh-ins, etc.? I haven't got a problem with his representatives coming. I mean, I don't want, you know, a hundred people coming along, but you know, everybody's sensible and they're... Uh, they're licensed by the board or they're his lawyers. It's not a problem, not, no problem for me at all. Why wouldn't we be? You know, that it is what it is. What about on the top table? Well, we haven't even figured that out yet, what it's going to be, but I'm not going to have a table with loads and loads of people on there, that's for sure. But you're okay with having one representative on the table, is that what you're saying? I'll let you know next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, how do you think the actual fight plays out? Look, he's got to take it to Tyson. He stands off Tyson. I think he'd get his head boxed off. So he's got to take it to Tyson. And uh, Tyson is no slouch himself, as you've seen. He can fight. He's got, <laughs> he can adapt to whatever the situation is. And, uh, I, I, I do fancy Tyson, obviously. And I think you, I think Tyson will prevail, prevail and win. He can, I think he can outbox him and I think he can outpunch him. I think he's got a good chin. Do you think he stops Dylan White? He catches him. Well, he can punch. You know, he, he, he can, he can whack. Everybody seems to think Tyson Fury can't whack. Look at his record. Look how many people he stops. Gunnar's, what's his name? Deontay. Deontay Wilder asked him if he can punch. Okay. Um, in terms of the undercard as well, do you think we'll learn about that next week or are you going to have to wait a few weeks to announce that? Wait a couple of weeks yeah. for that. You know, let's get the main event out of the way first. You know, you asked me a question now about, you know, 
had Matt Tyson, we, you know, ask, you can ask Dillian White if he can punch. You can also ask Klitschko, can he box? That's what, you, that's what he's got to deal with. Or Derek Chisora. Or, well, ask Derek. There's a common opponent there with him. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think we said that in previous yeah. interviews. So it's interesting. He's going to have to, you know, uh, I'm sure that Dillian has got in his head or maybe does he, I don't know if he feels he's seen some chinks in, in, uh, Tyson's armory. He said he has. I've seen some of the stuff he's put out over the last few months. So now's his opportunity to exploit what he thinks may be a weakness in Tyson. Okay. Now, when I spoke to you on Saturday, I did ask you about some comments that took place just before the purse bid from Eddie Hearn, where he said that the, the step aside deal didn't take place because Fury wanted a warm up fight. He didn't fancy the Usyk fight straight away. But I didn't ask you about Usyk's management, i.e. Igis Klimas, putting a post out. Now, I'll read the post. He said, this is addressing Tyson Fury. Yo, man, before you, next time you mention Usyk, name check with your team management advisor's promoter who agreed with all the terms and conditions. Looks like you are the one who is holding this wagon, yelling and talking is cheap at Tyson Fury. So, of course, we know the back and forth between Team Fury and Eddie Earn before, so that's that. But you know, Bob Arum has got a brilliant relationship with Igis Klimas through the Lomachenko deal, etc. That's that's going well. There's no really animosity between uh, yourselves and Team Usyk and Tyson and Team Usyk. So where's he coming from, that Igis? I don't know. I mean, you know, far as I understood, he won't be ready to fight until late May. That's what I was told. He won't be ready to fight until late May. So what's Tyson going to do? Sit on his backside? You know, Tyson was due to fight in February. I think we said that in December, but the WBC put out this purse bid. So we had to sit back and, and, and make a decision then as to what happened whilst all these negotiations were going on. But he, he had no problem with it. What, what stopped this fight from, this deal from happening was at the last minute, was AJ came in and asked for another $5 million. And Tyson said, enough, enough. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And that's what, that's, that's the truth. That's what happened. Everybody works hard to get it where it was. But when he asked for that extra money, it's the sort of, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. So essentially the main two points were Usyk wanted it in kind of May or June. Tyson wanted to get out ASAP and also. Oh, it's Tyson. He's been fighting two years. Why would he want to sit on his backside? It's not about a warm up fight. It's a fight. He wants to get out. He's a professional fighter. You know, one fight in two years because of COVID, arbitrations, and all the other stuff that went down. He needs to be active. So that's where we are. And that's why at the end of the day, we, we, we got to the purse bid. The purse bid is there to, to, to make sure that happens. So now we, we are where we are here, getting his fight. And then we hopefully, you know, we still want to do a unification fight. Absolutely. And then you're saying on top of that, Joshua asking for extra $5 million. Tyson had enough at that point. I mean, Tyson's a big man. He can speak for himself. He don't mean me to tell you, but that's, that's what it was. I got a call of him. He was going berserk saying, no, forget about it. That's what caused the problem. Okay. Well, listen. But you know what? It's all irrelevant. It's irrelevant. You've got to deal with reality. Reality is Tyson and Dillian. That's taking place. Now I'm quite sure Joshua will have his rematch with Usyk, and then the winners get on with each other. That's it. Paves the way. Okay, well, listen, we'll...
catch up uh, next week uh, more about Fury White and see how that press conference goes. Now, continuing on with heavyweight talk, we saw finally Trevor Bryant get in the ring this week. And I must admit, I didn't stay up for and watch it. Um, I'm guessing you haven't seen it, Frank. No, I haven't, to be honest. Uh, but I'm hoping the WBA will put out today uh, that Daniel has got, he's got to fight Daniel. And we'll have a short term of negotiations, free negotiations. And then I want to go to purse bids if we can't agree terms with Don King and get that fight on. What is your relationship like with Don King at the moment? I, well, I mean, I speak to him for ages. He does, you know, he doesn't promote like he used to. So there isn't really anything, any business that being done between us. Okay. But do you think a deal could potentially take place? If everybody's realistic, it can be. But again, if it's not, then we go to purse bids. That's the answer to it. You know, there's a short negotiation period and then go to purse bids. It's exactly the same as with Zach Parker and Andrade fight. We've got a short uh, period to negotiate between respective promoters, which is, uh, or camps. So we'll be talking to Matchroom this week. If we can't do a real deal, we'll go to purse bids again. Yeah, I was going to come on to that. Just before last bit of heavyweight talk, Joe Joyce, um, how's his injury healing up and when can we expect him out? His injury, he's frustrated, as we all are, because we obviously wanted him out. It's a shame what happened, but that, that's boxing. Um, he'll be out sometime. Sorry, I understand he's going to start punching the bag this month. He had to use his hand. and feel sorry for the punch bag. I'm sure, you know, as long as he, I don't want him banging it up again. But um, he'll, he'll be, he'll be uh, back in training, you know, training, proper training, and hopefully we can get him out at the end of April, early May. That's what we're looking at. With him in such a good spot, uh, number one with the WBO, difficult to potentially pick opponents whilst he's waiting to be called as mandatory. That's, that again is the, is the is the is the situation. But the fact that they got you got Joshua and Usyk supposedly getting it on, if that gets it on, then he'll be allowed to have a fight on the interim. It's when it's when it's when you're at a stage where you are, for example, with Zach Parker, then you can't have a warm up fight in between, or with Daniel Dubois. Because he's in that, he's on that, he's in that number one spot with a WBA. You can't do anything because if you do, they go to the next available contender. So it's about sitting tight. And sometimes it's, as I said to you on Saturday, it's frustrating for fighters, but that's the business we're in. And you got to look at the long, long term. You got to look at, you know, that's what it's all about is long term, what you can do. So hopefully, you know, we've got our guys in good positions, including Anthony Yard. Again, he's in the number one spot. We're waiting to see what happens between um, Joe Smith and uh, in the unification fight. If they can get that unification fight on, then the winner will have to fight him. If not, Joe Smith will have to fight Anthony. So all of them are in good positions and have got to just show a little bit of patience at the moment. Yeah, as much as you must be so satisfied with Tyson leading your heavyweight charge, you've got Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. Daniel Dubois knocking on the WBA regular heavyweight championship door. And, you know, a lot of people feel that Dubois can blast Trevor Bryan out of there. Um, and then Joe Joyce, we know that the qualities he possesses, he's a nightmare for anyone in the division. So that must satisfy you as much as Tyson does. Well, of course, if they win their respective fights, they become mandatories. So whoever winds up being a unified champion is going to have to defend those titles. Now, they may vacate some of them. They may want to just keep them and defend and, and defend them against their respective um, mandatory contenders. So we're in a good spot because two of them are out, are with us. So you've got a champion. I believe Tyson will prevail and come through all this. So you've got Tyson, you've got Joe, and you've got Daniel. 
It's not gonna be, it won't be difficult to make those fights. <laughs> Definitely won't be. Um, okay, let's move down a couple of divisions to the light heavyweight. Uh, as, as you mentioned, Anthony Yard, again, in a fantastic position. Is there any indication from the WBO when he could get called as manager? I know you said uh, top rank are trying to make Joe Smith Jr. and, and Arthur better be having a unification, but you know they can't take forever with it. Is there any indication on WBO? No, I think they're going to get a couple more weeks on it and let's see what happens. Look, they're either going to do it or they're not. So that's going to just be, a, it's not going to take, they're not going to get a year to decide it or six months or three months. It's going to be fairly soon. So one way or another, it, we all know where we are. If they do um, make the unification, then he'll have a fight on the interim. Yeah. And if, if they don't make the unification, you're happy to jump straight in with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he, I thought he looked sensational last time out. And I know what he's capable of. And I think him and Joe, Joe Smith would be a great fight. Okay. And we might try and get it on over here. Yeah, that would be great. Anything on Callum Johnson? Uh, Callum, I'm hoping he's going to be, he'd be out, um, in, uh, March. We're working on that now. In fact, I've spoke to Joe over the weekend, Joe Gallagher, his manager, and we're working on that. Okay, good to hear. So we know March 11th, you're running the show at your call with uh, a lot of top prospects. Are we still looking at March 19th taking place? That's going on. Okay. Definitely. That's at Wembley. Okay. Brilliant, brilliant. So is that your March 11th and 19th? Yeah, we were going to obviously run on the 26th with Tyson, but we've had to pull that because obviously this, this fight's uh, come up. So we're pushing his fight back. Okay, let's go down to the super middleweights. Zach Parker, um, yeah, the WBO ordered himself and Demetrius Andrade. How long till you guys have got to reach a deal, i.e. when our purse is due? This week and then next week they'll uh, give us a date for purse bids. Okay. And again, um, that would be great if you could get that on the UK, a, a stadium in Derby. Well, we want to, that's what we want to do. I mean, we'd love to do that. It's a, it's a, you know, he's a good fighter, Zach. You know, there's a lot more to him than, than uh, people have seen. He can box. He's strong. He's a big, he's a big super middleweight. And Andrade coming up a weight. I think he's got some, you know, it's not an easy fight by any means. Andrade, I mean, especially when you see what he done with Liam Williams, it's a tough fight, but it's a fight he's capable of winning, I believe. Frank, obviously you reached a deal with Matram for Andrade and Liam Williams, which Matram put on their, their own show. What's your feeling sending you here? Do you think either way we will reach a deal or do you think it goes to purse bids? No, I think if we don't reach a deal, it goes to purse bids. But you, you, you don't think that's likely reaching a deal? It, I don't know. It depends what the appetite is. I mean, we, you know, I'm, we're up for doing a deal, but if we don't, we go to Perspex. Okay. Okay. And the fight itself, um, as you said, Andre, a very accomplished fight, a tricky for anyone. Um, but you believe at this stage of his career, Zach Parker, he's ready for this? Yeah, I do. I do. I think he's a young guy who's got, I think he's got tremendous talent. And I think he's, I think he's a guy who rise, who will rise to the occasion. I think he'll rise to the occasion. And of course, it is a WBO final eliminator for Canelo Alvarez. Get into the number one spot and uh, see what happens from now. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's discuss David Avenesian um, and his situation. I think you said to me last time you want him out in March. Is is that still the plan? Is that what Neil Marsh is saying? That's what we're saying. We was going to get him on the on the on the twenty six on Tyson's, but we're still working on that. But we'll have him out. I just want to keep him busy. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to get that fight with Conor Ben. That's for sure. So. We'll see what happens and we'll obviously be pressing the WBC as regarding, you know, him getting some sort of eliminator. 
Yeah. Again, he's in a top spot with a governing body this time with the WBC. So again, difficult to select an opponent in the interim, Frank. Well, it is, but we're but we're we're in in discussions now with the BC. So we'll see where we go with it. And I don't think I have to ask you this one. He's definitely ready for a world title shot. I think he's ready to fight anybody. I mean, he's, he's very confident. I mean, he's a, he's a handful for anyone, isn't he? There's no doubt about that. He can fight and uh, he's as tough. He's tough as they come. One thing's for sure, he's not going to be in any boring fights. That's for sure. Absolutely. Another exciting welterweight you've got, obviously you extended your contract with him uh, on a three-year deal, I believe, British champ Echo Esserman. Plans for him? Yeah, I want to just keep it, keep keep him busy, let him keep learning the trade. He's a good, he's an excellent fighter, and I think he's going to go places. And I think uh, we could see him in a year's time, you know, fighting for a major title. I mean, I really, really do rate him. He's, a, he's, I mean, he's a bit of a revelation. The game, like uh, David, he's, uh, he's, he's boxed really well. You know, him and Conor Ben would be a good fight right now. That'd be a really exciting fight, two Brits. Really exciting fight. Just to close off, I want to get um, just the updates on, on your top prospects. So the likes of uh, Dennis McCann, Hamza Shiraz, David Adler, I'm sure you're working a way to get them out soon. Um, they'll be fighting on that show at Wembley. All of them? Uh, at least two of them. And David will be sparring with uh, Tyson preparing for his fight. Brilliant to hear. And uh, I can't forget Tommy Fury. We haven't spoke about him for a while, actually. Yeah. What's the situation with Tommy Fury? Well, I've got to speak to I've got to speak to him and I've got to speak to his dad, John, and see where we are with him because obviously he had that problem again with his rib. So hopefully he's over that. Ribs take a bit of a while to to yeah, to to repair themselves. So once he's uh, back in the swing, we start moving, getting him moving. I mean, I don't see why Jake Paul don't want to fight him or makes say he doesn't want to fight him. Why would he want to fight him? What happened? It's a genuine injury. Um, it's a big fight. Unless he's had a change of mind for some reason, I wonder what that could be. Do you not think it's just Jake playing a bit of mind games, trying to maybe get the offer down as well for Tommy getting at a cheaper rate? Well, yeah, going to get him at a cheaper rate it is what it is. You either want it or you don't want it. And uh, you know, he's the one who called on the fight in the first place. He kept calling out Tommy. We agreed to it, and that was it. Um, I hope I like Jake. I think he's. A, I think. I mean, I don't know him, but I like uh, the fact that he's what he does. I mean, he's a very, very good promoter, and he's and he's a funny guy. However, you want to get down to some serious business. You know, Tommy's there to do some serious business with you. You never know with Jake Paul. He could call the office any time. Don't worry about it. You know, he's, all he's got to do is pick up the phone. We're there. <laughs> We're there. Tommy wants that fight still. But he's not going to sit around waiting for it. We've got a career and, and other things to get on with. So once he's, once he's 100% ready, we'll have him out in action. Okay. And my last uh, question of the day, just separate from Queensbury, um, Great to see boxing finally back. It was getting to uh, at the end of January and I think everyone was getting bored, especially with the Premier League uh, not happening the last couple of weeks. Great to see boxing back. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. takes on Liam Williams in Cardiff this Saturday uh, on Sky Sports. Uh, your prediction for that fight, please, Frank? It, for me, the fight's all about about Liam. It's what you know, what Liam shows up. Which Sorry, which Liam shows up. Um I was very surprised the way of him in the fight against Andrade. I really expected a little bit more from him. Um, and I like Liam, you know, we promoted him. He's virtually he's all, all his career except for one fight, I think. Mm. Um, he's very capable of beating Chris Eubanks. And if he can, if he can get out there and set a tempo and impose himself, he can beat him. 
you know, Chris, he's strong, he's big, but he's not a, he's not a devastating puncher. Um, and I think that Liam can box as well. If Liam really, really, really focuses, he can win the fight. I hope he does. Yeah, you, you had a, a good relationship with him and you and left on good terms as well. Yeah, no, no problems with Liam. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a terrific fella. I mean, I, you know, we had some, we had, we had some good times together and I, I hope he comes through, comes through and set up a fight with Zach Parker. Yeah, that would be good. I was going to say as well. You- or, or, or the other way around, if the other fellow fans, he won't fancy in a million years. Liam's, Liam, to his credit, he doesn't back down from anyone. Yeah, I was going to say, you and the Eubanks have had a colourful relationship over the last few years. Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, look, this business, every, look, I've been telling you this for years, everything is cycles in this business. You'll wind up, you can say what you say, whatever you want to say, do all the things you're going to do, but at the end of the day, you can guarantee you're all going to, the world's going to go around. You're going to meet again in some form or another doing something. So it is what it is. And as far as um, he's concerned, uh, Chris, I mean, it's a great fight there with Zach Parker. In fact, I would much rather him fight Chris Eubanks than Andrade. If we could make that fight, I would say fight Andrade later. Well, we'll see what happens this Saturday in Cardiff. Frank Warren, thank you very much for your time uh, at your headquarters. And I'll see you, well, as you say, I'll see you and I, when I'm looking at you, but I'll see you at the press conference next week. Look forward to that next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.